A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 Feral Hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus. And every week we take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who are they? What made them so notorious? How did the internet or the algorithm choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We are the white Sore Losers! What up, everybody? I am Lunchbox. I know the most about sports. So I'll give you the sports facts, my sports opinions, because I'm pretty much a sports <laughs> genius. Just banging the drummer. <laughs> hey, what's up, everybody? I am Eddie, and I know the least about sports. But I'm your average sports fan, your sports watcher. Don't know the who's who's, don't know the what's what's. Hey, y'all. <laughs> It is Sizen. I'm from the north. I'm an alpha male. I live on the west side with Baser. And if the audio is not perfect today, from the bottom of my heart, I am truly sorry. We're in a side studio. And uh, when I like to have the audio perfect, it is very difficult in here because I don't know all the exact dials, but I've learned them as much as I need to. I am a nerd. Audio. <laughs> hey, hey, do that thing where you talk about how many countries we're on. And uh, from Abu Dhabi to Sri Lanka yeah. to Costa Rica, over to New York and Shanghai, we are the Sore Losers Podcast. Broadcast. Broadcast <laughs> oh, on the Sore Losers Podcast oh, Network. Can Guys, you can over? tell it was a long weekend. We start over. Uh, no, no, we're not starting over. Okay. We're not starting over. Eddie. What? Dude. When you played with Spieth, how do you play 18? Boys, it's crazy, man. Like, like tell me. It's crazy that that when you see someone on what was a Tuesday and they they don't miss. Like every shot was perfect, every putt was draining. And then you watch him on Sunday and he couldn't hit the ball straight. He couldn't make a single putt. I'm like, how does that Boys, it's got to be fatigue, right? Chili it's, dip. It's got to be fatigue. Exhaustion. I mean, there's a lot of because you think about it, boys. Like on Thursdays when I gamble on 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 uh, golf, I like to watch Thursday morning. Sometimes you know I leave it on during the PGA PGA Tour live. Whoa, you say you leave it on during a wa- big show? Sometimes it's streaming, you know. And I'm like, oh, this is cool. It's early morning <laughs> Thursday, <laughs> and just when you watch Thursday through Sunday, you're like, gosh, that's been a lot of golf. These guys got there on Monday. 
played a pro-am on Tuesday. It's a job. Yes, and they went straight from the PGA Championship. They played practice rounds on Wednesday. Right. They went straight from the PGA Championship, you know, which is the major. So you're stressed out. It's high level. And then you fly across the country, even though most of them, uh, the big stars, fly private. They fly private. But then you get right back out there and you got to go right. Eddie, how many golf, how many rounds of golf did you play this weekend? Two. Back-to-back days, right? Yes. How are you feeling afterwards? I'm terrible. I can barely walk right now. I played three days in a row with my boys, and we drove carts. We didn't Your walk. sons? No. With, when <laughs> baby they, box one and baby box When my two. boys were in town a couple weekends, weekends ago. We oh, played three, Garrett, Forrest, and Greg. and Garrett, Greg, yeah. and Jacob. Yep, yep. We played three days in a row in a golf cart. Not, not walking the course. And, dude, it took me three yeah. days to recover. These guys are playing... Four days in a row, mm. high stress level, Preach. millions of dollars on the line, and it comes to Sunday and it just. I don't think my whole perspective on high stress level. I don't think it exists the way we think it does. Oh, I, because you said Jordan. No, he said he gets nervous. He said he gets nervous, but you got to think when you play that much golf, boys. Around is around. Like, yes, I get it. This putt's worth a million dollars. Maybe the putt's stressful, but when you're playing around, you're just hitting. You played it five times already. So what's the difference on Sunday? Just play it like you've been playing it. But I, I, I don't think it's high stress level on Saturdays and Sundays. I think it's just another round. And if I you're doing good, Thursday, you're doing good. You're not, you're not. I don't think on Thursday or Friday it's high stress level. If you're close to making the cut, like if you're right on that line, then it gets stressful a little bit on but Friday. But Coach, what do you do right after you lose on Sunday? When Jordan lost on Sunday, what did he do on Monday? Probably flew to the next tournament. Exactly. And or, it's the or, same thing again. So you think it's high stress level when you know whether you make this putt or miss it. I'm trying to understand the theme of this. Are we questioning and wondering why Jordan Spieth lost it? Why he was winning and then he lost it all? He I'm, struggled all day Sunday. Yeah, he didn't do, and he, Saturday. He, he, he didn't play. He good was Saturday. like plus two or plus three on Sunday. I don't know what, what the final was, but he was smooth sailing most of the tournament, and then Sunday he just couldn't get it going. But I'm going to be honest with you. I was glad he lost. Why? That. Because for Jordan, hop, hop, for Jordan Spieth, it was just another win, another million dollars, no big deal. Yes, this guy, George, Jason Kovorvik, cock crack, cork crack, whatever. No, it I don't is, think it's cork crack, cork crack, cork crack, <laughs> cooker crack. He cracker jack. What it? What his win was was life changing. <laughs> it was life changing for well, him. He's it been, was. He's been the top a he's little been bit. Been in recently. the top a lot. No, coach. that is only his second win. I didn't the, say wins. I no, no, say he hovers five. around the top. I bet he's been top five in the last five. He's a good first round top tenner guy. He's yes. always up there. In I the first always round. see his name because I've always wondered how do you say his name. You see Cockrock up there, and I still don't know how to say his name. But that's what we're getting to. Eddie obviously had the Spieth bet. Yes, right. I lost so, so much that's money. why I lost a hundred dollars. Okay, so that's why we're really talking about this. I was up a hundred going into the tournament. I lost it all. On, you bet a hundred on, on him to sat, win it all? It, little bets. I, I would do hole by hole bets. I'm like, come on, man. I watched him hit eleven. Definitely he's gonna birdie this. Eh, he'd par it. Great. I lose that bet. It's just all weekend slowly lost five dollar bets. Next thing you know, I lost a hundred. Yeah. Five but, does add up. So you but, lost. But you not, of them. but what do you understand what I'm saying by it's life changing? For him, but what I'm saying is now that he's already won two, again, guys. What I learned by hanging out with these guys is this is like us going to work every yes, single day. And, and Are you stressed out when you have a show, a radio bit to do? No, you just do it. Did it go well? Yeah. Did it go bad? Bad? Yeah, I kind of screwed that one up. Guess what? You do it again the next day. It's not a big deal. Well, but- and also it is a job, though. What we're learning, I get they're they're they live a very charmed life. But if you really think about it, 
Eddie said on that Wednesday, before he played with you Jokers, they played a round before that. Yes, yes. So it is a job. Yes, they're swinging sticks. They're out there jerking. I don't know what they're doing, chili dipping. <laughs> but if you think about it, they work way more than 40 hours a week. They do. And Michael told me specific. Oh, dude, did I tell you what Michael told me about? I mean, you told us everything. Did you leave something out? Well, Michael goes, I was like, dude, so what are you going to do tonight? He's like, as soon as we're done here, man, I'm going to hit the couch. Well, you know, he's like, I don't know. Jordan, he's a grinder. Sometimes he stays about four or five hours after a round just grinding. And I'm like, well, what do you do? I have to sit there and just watch him, you know, just like moral support. And then after we're done, I hit the couch, like just nothing but like lay low. He's like, there are other guys, and he mentioned like you four, told us this, but I want to hear it. Again. He mentioned four or five golfers. Can or you name? Can you name two? Yeah, oh. Phil, Phil and Ricky. He said there are other golfers that literally after their round is done, they just go home. And Jordan stays at least four hours. You want to name the other ones? I don't remember the other ones. But the two that I remember was Phil and Ricky. He's just like, there were golfers like Phil and Ricky that literally when they're done, they're done. Love it. I want to be a caddy for Ricky. So then you start thinking like, well, I don't know. I'd rather be a caddy for Phil because he, he he has a lot Coach, of money and wins. Ricky's caddy is not making a lot of money. He's not making any money because Ricky doesn't make any money. But speaking of money, I mean, Jordan gets second, right? You got second? Yeah. The second at Colonial. Coach, that is a million dollars. Right. I mean, the whole caddy purse. probably cleans. The whole purse was $7 million. And that's broken down by what the top twenty. The everyone that makes the cut gets paid. Yes. So I mean, second place, Michael and Jordan are getting paid good money. High stress level? I don't think so, boy. Tell me for, this. But for Jordan, it's not. I'm talking about the fringe guys that you never see that get that one crack. Yes. That's when it's stressful. Like this Korak guy, he's made crack. whatever the hell his name is over his career, but he's been a fringe guy for a long time. Yeah, a win's badass. And so for the, he's been on the tour like 10, 11 years, and this is only his second win. That's amazing. But that's what a, you root for? When it's when it's You him, root for the no-namer? No, no, no. Not, not Jordan uh, from Texas playing in Fort Worth? I truly loved watching that guy I've never heard of win yeah, on Sunday. Like, that was win, neat. That guys. means you're just hating on the, on the <laughs> no, good player. No, he's being more of a hater than he is a rooter. No, I, I, I'm not being a hater. Because <laughs> yes, I was, you are. No, no, no. I was cheering for Jordan the whole time. Until? Until it came down to Jordan and this guy that hasn't won very much. Cock if it was Jordan versus... Phil and Jordan versus, well, it ain't going to be Tiger. Jordan versus um, Patrick Reed. Justin Thomas. Justin Thomas. If it's a bunch of big names at the top, okay, cool. But if it's this one no-name guy that has a chance to change his life, I do cheer for that no-name guy. And I, I, I don't know why. And it's not hating on Jordan. It's not that I didn't want Jordan to do well. It's just I saw this guy and I'm like, I look him up and I'm like, Man, he's been grinding for years. And yes, he's had top 10 finishes, but he doesn't win. And I was like, I want him to win. I'll tell you what's got to be tough for him, though, is everyone there was cheering against him. Yes, everybody. Everyone wanted Spieth. Oh, yeah. I And did you see that hole where he, like, missed, I don't know, he played it badly and he picked up his ball and threw it in the woods and everyone's like, ooh. Spieth? No, Cockrack. Oh. Cockrack. He was so mad he got his ball and threw it in the woods all pissed off and the whole crowd goes, ooh. Is that a penalty? No, because it's already as after soon the hole. As soon as you're done, you yeah, can it's after the hole. Whatever gotcha. you want with the ball. Yeah, so Jordan Spieth won $817,000 I mean, for second place. Guys, guess who's not mad? Jordan and Michael. So tell me this. I wasn't really invested in the tournament. I did see that on Sunday Jordan fell apart. Was uh, He was in control a majority of the tournament, right? He was leading every day. Yes. Dang. By one stroke. But yeah, core crack was right there. Was yep. it cool seeing Michael, though? Hell on Sunday yeah. after you just Hell hung out yeah. with him? And it was cool. I mean, it was cool to see Jordan, hey, wasn't it? It was cool telling my kids. No, like, it was cooler to see Cockrack, you said. Hey, well, yeah. No, because he was like, just with them. He I, was just with Jordan. He no, wasn't with Cockrack. Really hey, did Jimmy Walker make the cut? No. 
Oh. No, he did not make the cut. Oh. Yeah, he. I looked earlier. Maverick on. McNeely. I mean, he, he played good the first day. Yeah, he he played good the first three days. The guys, and then he kind of crapped it. Uh, I believe Sore Losers Lock said that we should have put the podcast out the day before because all your predictions were pretty right. But For then the they, first three, but rounds, then they yeah. became wrong yeah. by the next day. Yeah, I know. I know. Hey, we got to quit with that pre-recording. Man, I, I lost a good opportunity <laughs> yesterday, boys. Like so, yesterday I go to the golf course. I'm like, it's a nice day, right? And so. I go out it there. Was 75. It was nice. Nice sunny day. 75. I didn't do a tea time. I'm by myself. The and The pool was crunk. <laughs> <laughs> All those G-strings and thongs. I, I wasn't even out there. I just went and got some coffee. You had to go through the lobby. It looked like it was a nice Did day. Did you take the long way around the pool? Coach, there was so much dental floss out there, you might as well call it Bell's Bluff Dental Association. <laughs> well, let me tell you, there was a lot of ro- cars on the road when I was driving back from North Carolina. It was just nothing but traffic. Bumper to bumper going through the mountains. You didn't see any dental floss out there? Didn't see any dental floss. I saw some people that could use some dental floss, but didn't see any dental floss. Hey, Hey, they had a surplus of it up down there in Knoxville. There wasn't a lot of people using the dental floss. Coach, maybe you should leave, though, a destination city on a Memorial Day weekend, uh, maybe an hour that other people aren't leaving at the exact same hour. I mean, I don't know when people are leaving. It's 10 a.m. popular to leave. No, we left in the afternoon. We left Rivard, North (laughs) Carolina. No, he likes to push it, man. He'll he'll get here like an hour before the show the next day. Tell us about your golf, coach. I cut you off. So, so I go. I'm like, don't no tea time. And I say, hey, can I walk 18 or whatever? Like, yeah, I'll pair you up with some guy or whatever. And I got a Dallas Cowboys golf bag, and I hate it because I have a cap too. But you better been using that push cart. If I don't, I have the push cart. Yeah, but if sometimes I like to wear the Dallas Cowboys cap, but I'm like, man, if I wear the cap, it's too much Dallas Cowboys. It's like, a li- it's a little overkill, well, and it's such a conversation starter. The guy's gonna talk your head off. Thank you. So I pull up to the tee box, and the guy's like, hey, you a Cowboys fan? There we hey, go. We yeah. know what this round's yeah. gonna be yeah. like. Yeah, Cowboys fan. Yeah. Are you, are you from Texas? Yeah. 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 Oh, what brought you to Nashville? <laughs> so you're a Jordan Spieth fan, I, I take it. And I was like, oh, man, this is it. Should I, should I tell him? No. Like, you got to tell him. I, you gotta, I, no. Actually, you know what? You got to tell you, you have You don't have a little clip that you got from the, the tournament like that shows you're a caddy? No. They didn't uh, put have, something I on your back? Cap. I should wear the cap. You should wear home. the cap every time. I, oh, did you go? No, I, I wear the cap. Face the situation of, do I go into just how <laughs> deep I am and how cool I really yeah, yeah, am? Yeah. It is or, your chance to just throw it or all Or you out can there. gloss over it and enjoy your damn Memorial Day and not t- talk to this fool. You guys are right. That's exactly what but my brain was doing. But it's a fine line. You don't know which way to go. My brain was like, ooh, this is a gr-. I mean, he you just opened the door. You are about to him to no, death. You're about you're to pull about your to press pants, his pants off. You're about to pull it out and just put it in his face. You have the chance. You really <laughs> you have really the chance do. to. You have the hey, chance not to. Only, not uh, only am I a Jordan fan. Yeah, let me tell you. Let me no, tell no, you. Let me, let me show you who I was hanging with this week. Me and Jordan played around uh, together. Here's my phone. Let me pull off a picture here. Coach, I couldn't do it. Oh my gosh, I you're not. Like, well, actually, I, I, I'm and right, and right, it was that. <laughs> I'm like, do I want to have this be the conversation? Sizzin, coach, call me Sizzin. <laughs> no, I'm not calling you Sizzin. I'm not calling you Raymundo. Yeah, I can I, so, I, I, what, so what'd you talk about with the guy since you didn't talk about? Yeah, your so what'd you just amazing say? Amazing yeah, time caddying with Jordan Spieth with the Cowboys talk. What do you think we talked about? Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott. Hey, Z. Prescott gonna be all right at the start of the season? What, the, what do I know? <laughs> I guess. I guess I know what you know, dude. I don't know, but that was it. We just just little talk here and there. I've had the situation uh, recently too. The last couple times I've been at the pool, where it's man. So what do you do? And then it's uh, oh, you lie, man. You lie. Well, coach, coach, 
I all I it's, oh. it's back and forth. If I've had oh. a couple drinks, I tell the truth. God. If I haven't had a couple drinks, then I'm like, ah, music work on music row, music industry. Because I don't feel like talking about it. Who likes talking about their job when they're not at their job? Nobody. Well, it seems like everyone but us. No, exactly. no one no one in insurance sales is like, hey, let me tell you about Actually, insurance sales. No. Then Coach, why are they the ones that ask what do you do? Coach, if somebody has Because a, it's small talk. And it's something that gets you know a conversation started. If somebody has a boring job for whatever reason, if they're at the pool, they, they love want to talk about it. it. Coach, I have no idea I, why. Exactly. But we're above the clouds because we've realized you don't need to talk about your job and enjoy your life. Well, here's Separate the thing: work and pleasure. They don't have exciting jobs, so they're looking for someone with an exciting job. And once you tell them you're on the radio, oh my God, but, you guys have but, an but, amazing but job. Let me say and this: and they want to tell all about it, guys. This is not even bragging. Let me just say this: so the last couple times I've beat around the bush, I, oh music row. Hopefully, music there's industry. no bush. Okay, coach. Bush. So what do you do for a living? I uh, work on music row, music industry. Oh. Songwriter? I mean, that's very open. I'm, I'm a pr- I'm a producer. It's uh, radio. Oh, you produce albums? <laughs> well, radio type stuff. Oh, oh. And then that ends it. That ends it because I've said radio. I've said music. They really don't know what they, but I've kind of covered the gen- genre. Okay? Guys, the last couple of times I've just went all out because I'm tired of beating around the bush. Okay. I'm tired of these guys trying to go for my just job. Just go for it, man. And then I'm, I'm tired of not being, I'm being a little modest. I'm like, I'm going to be cocky. Last couple people that have asked me, I'm like this. Uh, Bobby Bone Show, it's a radio morning show. It's honestly the biggest morning show in the country for country radio. Coach, it ends. It actually ends the conversation yeah. because they're, they're just like, "Wow, uh, ho- wow. holy crap, that, wow. that's awesome!" Wow, coach, and and then I don't have to beat around the bush. There's no question about it. Like, oh, so what do you do? They know it's a morning thing. You turn on your radio, you're gonna hear my show. That's the thing. So I've realized, guys. Don't beat around the bush. Just throw it out there in their face like Eddie almost And they did. like it when it's in their face. Eddie, you should have. Just pulled your pants down, put it in his face, and said, this Boom. is what I was Do just I went, like Jordan? Do I like Jordan Spieth? I just caddied for him two days Let ago. Let me show you how much I like Jordan. <laughs> we hang out. Jordan and I hang out on the golf course. That's how much I cheer kids, for Jordan. kids, if you're listening with your parents in the car right now, don't be that cocky. I I have been yes. a couple of the last times. There's better ways. Because Eddie it. learned the hard way. What? Why I lie. Because when we yes. played the round of golf, I mean, coach, I asked you probably three months ago why you lie, and I got the answer immediately, and now I understand. Because we were playing, and we get paired up with these two guys, and they ask us what we do, and I said, you know what, Eddie, you're right. I'm not going to lie anymore, and he, so and I, he didn't. Coach. I didn't. This is a great topic because it affects us all. I didn't lie. Do you lie? Do you tell the truth? And Here so I we told go. him, oh, oh, we do a radio show. Oh yeah, part of the Bobby Bone show, and he goes, no. Way I used to be in radio in Dallas. Oh, there we go. And Here guess go. what? Let me hear your funniest bit. Go. No, oh, no, no, no. Gosh. Then instead of going to his ball, he would come to my ball to talk more about the radio industry. Oh god! <laughs> and the entire front nine. Uh, did but, I say eighteen? I meant nine. So, so, so you, it's been you, nice playing with you coach, guys. You hit the ball right, and he already asked his question. Then you move on to the next shot, and he asked another question and another question. Like, great! Oh my god! Well, you're, you're about to putt real quick. What time do you wake up in the morning? So yeah. it's an early job, right? Yeah, man. So, like, you know, what are your ratings like? Okay, like, well, who comes up with the the ideas for the segments? Okay, Coach, I'd be getting a fake phone call at this. Oh point. no, no, no. So then <laughs> he talks about. I mean, he he talked about how he did weather in doubt. Like he did the for weather news too. It doesn't for matter. New, for, and then he goes, and I also did it for the news. I and, said, then, and then with this, and then I said, oh really? And he goes, yeah, I really like the news too. And I was like, you know. Eddie used to work so for then, the news. So, then so the guess guy the back goes, nine. You're kidding me, and now comes to me. And he goes to Eddie for the back nine, and oh he boy. discusses news oh boy, for, for the holes. whole nine holes. Oh and boy. I was like, free at last. I'm oh. free. No, no, no. And then he, then he started talking uh, about kids, and I'm like, you know who's about to have a got kid? Oh. Oh. Like, you know who's already had a lot of kids? He's oh. got oh.
And he's oh, Did his. you say you've been to Austin? You know who's from Austin? Oh, that guy. guy. You, you say you want to go to Mexico? You know who's an expert on Mexican travel? Okay. Hey, that guy. Okay. Okay. And what? Oh, wait. You said you're from Dallas? You know who loves the Dallas Cowboys? Okay. This guy. Oh. And just, oh, my God. Hey, what about doing the angle, though, of like, of like being like, what are you doing? And you tell them like, oh, the radio, whatever. Get out! That's crazy. It's actually not fun at all. Like it's it's not. It's just it sucks. Pretty, it's pretty boring. Sometimes I go that angle. <laughs> you just total no, downer. No, I no. I'm telling. I'm like, yes, it's the show's five I mean, but, hours, but, it's, it's, but we work I, many more hours than five a day. Yeah, I, I, you know, I, I don't. I, I don't get out of work at ten o one. Because people will see me and say, well, so why are you not out of work at 10? Well, the show's over. We have other obligations yeah, we do. Yeah. No radio job is done at 10.01 unless it's your local guy and his job's probably in jeopardy every day he goes to work. So, Garrett, honestly. my buddy Garrett, always, his little dig every time is, oh, man, rough 20-hour work week, huh? I'm like, <laughs> no, we work more than that. Like, we, we like your math doesn't even work because it's five days a week, five hours. So that's not even 20 hours. That's 25 hours. And he's like, oh, sorry. 25-hour work week. Oh, it must be rough, dude. I work 12-hour days. I'm like, okay, like, is it, that? that's not what we work. He's like, sure. And yeah. every time I talk to him, he's like, man, you stressed out after that 25-hour work week? But I think I just found a compromise to how we can talk about our job. Okay. Hey, man, what do you do? What do you do for a living? I do a podcast. Yeah, yeah, Sore Losers podcast. Three right. times a week. Cool. And that's your You're living. not lying. You're not lying. Go to, then if you kind of made it, explain it as that's your living, that'll blow them away. They'll though. be like, you make that much money off a oh, podcast? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This podcast is oh, huge, dude. We yeah. got 966 <laughs> listeners. How do you make that much money? Well, I mean, we get listeners from all over. We're from Dubai to <laughs> Abu Dhabi, <laughs> Abu Dhabi. <laughs> Sri Lanka. I mean, that's how we get them. That, that's how it's wow. done. Yeah, but you know what? I've wanted to start a podcast. Okay. Here uh, we go. That's another one. That's the you, other issue you, you, you want to do. That, that's great. Like, how many mics uh, did, do you set up there? Yeah, yeah. Like, what, what kind of mic do you use? The one in front of me? The person that taught I don't me damn that. No. I got to give it to Billy. He taught me at a very young age. He's like, never talk about your job when you're not at your job. And it was the best advice I ever that's got. That's good. Because you do it a couple so times. So is Billy like a father figure to you? Yes. Yes, he is. 100%. Dude, Billy has. <laughs> no, no, no. Big brother. Billy has the coolest jobs i mean there was times i mean he was doing i mean now he does almost like cameras inside stadiums and stuff but he never talks work on the weekends and it doesn't matter what you do you never want to live that seven days a week that's why we started where you never talk about your job outside of work and it's now gone to my life my wife plays by those rules my family plays by those rules rarely do we talk about work outside of work yeah the only work i talk about really is my dad and my brother out of the box he they ask about the pod that's it don't okay. talk because I just don't want to talk about work. Like, it's just not. But you guys talk sports anyway, so it's the same thing. Right, right? but they just, oh, how was the pod? You know what I mean? Looking for it. I'm like, have you listened to it? My brother calls me. Oh, I heard this. Blah, 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 blah. How many times did your dad say, like, Eddie's an idiot? Uh, he used to back, like, a lot back in the day. He, he says, Eddie's out of his mind sometimes. Like, he'll tell you, Eddie's <laughs> out of his mind. Like, I don't know how Eddie thinks that. And Eddie's an idiot. You know, it's sort of like your boy Jesus from Fort Worth. The same thing. But did you see on the Facebook page, he was like, this is the first time I'm actually excited to hear Eddie talk. Well, yeah, because I was in Fort Worth. No, he was talking about because he wanted to hear about the Jordan Spieth and the interaction you had. That's pretty cool. And people, people said your story was were great. Hey, good man. We got a lot of great feedback. Coach, on I that. knocked it before. I said good stories over under one and a half, and I said <laughs> under. Yeah, and guys, so, that was a uh, that was a moment of my lifetime. Like, but just, you wouldn't have gotten those great experiences and stories if you hadn't have done kind of what you were frowned upon doing. 
You Would, probably weren't supposed to talk to Speed. You probably weren't supposed to talk to the caddy. Weren't you supposed to mind your I didn't know peasing? the rules, Coach. I didn't know the rules. So I'm I like, feel like no one told me I couldn't do this, I'm just doing it. Dude, you did some stuff, I believe, that was probably a little frowned upon, which I love. It led to some great stories. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So I posted a video on my TikTok of Jordan's swinging, like one of his tee shots or whatever, and I put Jordan three wood, you know, whatever. And then, oh, my. Every, uh, when you do that on TikTok, the golf experts come out. That's a wood. Uh, that, that's a that's a driver right there. That's not a three wood. No, I think that's a five wood. No, that's a definitely a hybrid. <laughs> oh my god! It's like shut up. Who cares? Uh, and Lauren McDonald on the Facebook page. Eddie is personally my favorite personality. I get him and his deep ways for real. By the way, yes. I'd love a shout out. I just got elected to staff senate at Texas Tech University. So congratulations, and you're her favorite personality. Wow. She she gets your deepness because she's hey. deep. I guess. Hey, too. remember the deep dude? We used to go deep. You guys made fun of me, so we don't go deep anymore. With I'd what? go with deep thoughts about things, and you guys were like, oh, getting all weird and on deep. this show. Yes, I mean, I thought that was a pretty. We just had a deep conversation. Deep, what? deep moments, guys. I'm a deep thinker. I have another deep thing. You just said Facebook, and you mo- mentioned Facebook multiple times within a couple sentences. Is Facebook now popular again, and Twitter is not as popular? Oh, for Twitter, reason, Twitter's gone, guys. Twitter. Sometimes I open my Twitter and there's dust on it. What what is happening over there? Yeah, there's nothing. Uh, going Twitter, on Twitter has really hit the cobwebs. And, I don't know. And it sucks like, for you because you're dominant on Twitter. Oh, this is my side. I love Twitter. <laughs> I mean, you dominate Twitter, lunch. Too bad no one's on Twitter anymore. No, no, I don't understand what you mean. I dominate Twitter. I just that, post. That's those. where you post the most. No, I post on Instagram. Mm, not as much as Twitter. Uh, Instagram or Instagram Story, but I don't really like on Twitter. Even on the big show. If there's a topic we're talking about, nope. you put your opinion on Twitter. Yeah, I do. I do. I, I, I put it up there, and it doesn't really get any traction anymore. Because no one's on Twitter. No one's on Twitter anymore. anymore. It, it's a gone thing. That's what I was starting to realize. But, hey, we got an email. Dear Sore Losers, while I admit Eddie's stories about the tournament were interesting, lunch did sound like a 15-year-old girl taking her friend talking to her friend about a first date with the captain of the football team. What did he wear? Did he talk about me? <laughs> did you ask him about his shoe Got shots? Him. That's so cool. Good thing lunch wasn't there. He could have made a scene. Chris from Austin. I thought about that. And I think one of the guys that was there with us is like, dude, what would Lunchbox do here? Like when we were out there, you'd ask him like, oh, he would for sure be talking to everyone. Who said that? Spieth? No, our friend Tom. Oh man, I'd have been because he was just like, dude, what would Lunchbox do like if he was here? And, and our friend Tom, which is crazy because he does he's like management. He works for the management company. And this dude, and I don't even know if he was supposed to be walking with us, but he walked with us for like almost 15 holes. Love it. And Why he, didn't he go the whole 18? I think he had to go do something at the office gotcha. or whatever. But, Sorry I asked. Hey, but he's on conference calls probably, I mean, far away from where he's not bothering anyone. But I'm like, dude, what, what life are you living right now? You're doing work. Like, your office right now is the golf course while Jordan Spieth is it's a playing. a great job right there. I mean, dude, he was making business deals he talking about He might be the guy at the pool when you say, what do you do that it's, it fascinates you and he enjoys talking For about sure. it. For sure. He cool lets job. you know. He's the dude when people are like, oh, man, I just watched this. Oh, yeah, I helped put this person in that seat. Wow. That's why that person See, and there. he would have better stories probably. He would have some good insight, <laughs> wouldn't me? he? Well, no, I'm saying us. If somebody asked me, like, so what is this artist? Well, I mean, I see that artist through the lens of I'm not doing the interview. I never get to side talk any of the artists that come into the studio. I really don't even know any of them. I don't even meet no, any no, of them. We, no, None no, of them we, even know my name. No, no. So the questions you're asking me about these artists, I don't even know. Yeah. Here's the thing. What we know about them is how they represent themselves. Correct. Right. But they he turn knows it on, the real stuff. They the turn it guy. on when they walk in there. 
we might we don't see them at the grocery store. We don't see them and have interactions with them hanging out on a Friday night at Top Golf. So we don't really know, we know what they are when they turn it on to walk in there and talk to us for five minutes. But and you don't even know the rumors. The Tom, no, I don't either. This guy we're talking about, he's he, so into the industry. He knows all. He knows the. Gossip. He knows all the dirt. He yes. has interesting stuff that you can actually talk about and vibe off of at the pool. Now Jordan Spieth on a pro am, knowing there's at least. 10 people around is he on or is he normal i bet he's half half a little bit of both i, I think he's, he's halfway house but, but he, like you said he commented on like the brooks kepka huh? and the um he probably DeChambeau. wasn't supposed to i bet he was advised not to comment i wonder on if stuff he was like, like e, should i talk about this but it's interesting that he was just having real conversations so i think he had real conversations because when you spend a few hours with someone you're automatically going to have at least some kind of real conversation yeah at some point. But let's be real. Those guys are trained to be fake as crap. Well, in interviews, they're they're coached to not say much. And that's why, like, I don't know. Do you think they should be required to talk to the media? There like, we go. Yeah, that is a great yeah, transition. That's one hell of a segue. Because uh, Mazama Asaka. Or what's her name? Naomi. Oh, I said it wrong. Oh, I said boy. it wrong. She oh, withdrew boy. from the French Open. Hey, can you believe that? Because she said, listen, I've had depression since I won the U.S. Osaka. Open. Osaka. And I don't. She won, and she got depression. Well, well, yes, because she doesn't like talking to. She she's a very shy person, and she said we're required to talk to the press. Let's get her on the pod. And she gets very. She gets nervous. It gives her anxiety. We're not the press. It gives her anxiety, and she doesn't feel comfortable doing it. She comes out and says she's best represented by the Sore Losers podcast. (laughs) She does an interview with us. Quote. Now they get me. (laughs) That's what I'm talking about. But she said like (laughs) it shouldn't be required. Why is this required? She said she's not going to talk to the media, and everyone got pissed off. And she's like, "Look, guys, it's nothing against you. It's me. Like, I don't. It's a lot of pressure. I feel so much pressure going up in front of you guys because I'm not comfortable. That it just it's taxing and it puts me in a bad place. So she withdrew from the tournament. That was a lot, right? So my question is, I love that they are. I, you're. It's it's love because they go up there and what? they say things. But then I'm all. I love you too, it's man. It's called love. No, I love that they I have to talk you. to the media because then you get some good sound bites and you hear what they're thinking. But then also I'm like, you're right. Maybe they shouldn't be forced to sit there with 52 cameras in their face because some people aren't very outgoing and they get social anxiety and it's very overwhelming for them. I bet. So it's a weird situation. Kind of like when Tiger had to go in front of the cameras because he had a fairy. Yeah, like, like he shouldn't have to do that. That's he just crazy. Have well, to do that. He, do, he doesn't have to, though. He didn't have to, but that's your opportunity, Tiger. Like, everyone's got their thoughts about you. The whole world is watching saying, I believe this about Tiger. Now is your chance, and you have the ability right now to tell them what you want them to believe. That's it. And I think that's all the media is, but there are some sports. Like I did, football. I did tell you, Jordan said that they don't have to talk right. to the golf channel. And that was interesting. Right? So They're not obligated to, but it seems like tennis is different. Right. So they have to talk. They and, have to. Football has to talk. And Steph Curry tweeted, like uh, he quote retweeted her and said, it's a shame they don't protect their own. Like he, He's Here, saying. Here's the thing. It's a double-edged sword. What right, because say, you though? need them in the press. And you need media coverage so people will watch. It's a double-edged sword because what people love about sports and athletes is the backstory. They don't uh, sure. Oh, there's nothing I love more than a good backstory, right? Coach. I mean, I'm kidding. But that's what we I all like. The pluses in my who was winning a game. Coach. No, coach. So every but that's fine. I love. A but good you have inspiration. to have storylines. You gotta you have, have the storylines. You know that when you, when you he were was watching, a foster kid. When you were and, watching Spieth on Sunday, did you care about the storyline? Or did you care about? I cared won? more about his backstories about Michael and him True. than I did about how he was shooting. 
Right, and you have to have storylines to have coverage to put it in the print on the internet, have articles so people can click on but, it and read about it. But, but, it's, but if you have, say, like, it's Ray versus Lunchbox, right? And, in and tennis and, or soccer. Say it's football, and you're the quarterback. Or pickleball. And you're the quarterback of, okay. of, of your team, Lunch, and Ray, you're the quarterback of your team. Thank you, Coach. Now, Ray has major depression, and he does not want to talk to the media. Should he have to talk in front of the cameras just like Lunch has But to? Lunch loves the camera, up, and he's a superstar. Hey, hey, yo, yo! So is it fair for Ray, who's suffering from some mental disorder, who doesn't really want to be on camera because it makes Makes them feel weird and not great, whatever. But lunchbox is like, hey, look, hey, hey, we're just going to Super Bowl and have fun, all right? Like, I don't, I don't care who wins and whatever, blah blah. But, but now Ray's not talking, so everyone's gonna be like, I like lunchbox more. Like, I'm a fan of lunchbox. Screw Ray. So it's he's not, too good for the media. He's too good for the media. Like, uh, he chose not to talk to the media. Now we don't know anything about Ray. So it's a double-edged sword. Like, sure, give them the option to speak to the media or not, but it's gonna sway people to like the person who's in the who's getting interviewed versus the one that's not. Right, you also can make money off of that. That's I was going to say the person in that's the media, true. oh, they're going to get more endorsement deals that's because they're, they're it likeable. shows their it shows their personality or they're going to lose endorsement deals because oh wait, they come off as a real jerk. Right. I mean, so the chick who bowed out has probably gotten some deals because yes. she's decent looking. I mean, she's seen, I'm I'm married. She's but does, good. Isn't she attractive? Yeah, and she's and she's, she's a good. great tennis player. Right, she's, she's one amazing. of the best. No, she's really quick. I've watched her play before. Back when I was in the game about four months ago, she's fast. She's no, she can beat Serena. She can, and she's lightning quick. And I mean, it, I believe she's one of the faster ones on the court. But yes, she's got endorsement deals and stuff probably because of her media. Yes, and I just I never really thought of it that way because I always thought, man, okay. just get up there. And, that was pretty deep. No, it it was deep because I I always thought of it as like, dude, you're doing a job. Your part of your job is to get up there and talk. Like let's let's hear what you have to say. But some people have social. I, I never. So thought- here's what she said. She said, "I don't want to do interviews anymore." And then she was like, "Oh crap! This is getting the backlash is so bad. I got to drop out of this tournament." Well, she said, "I think my message was, it's taking away from the tennis on the court, and so I'm going to withdraw, and I'm going to take some time away from the court to make myself better mentally, and I'm going to let you guys focus on the tennis because it's taking away from the other players." That's smart. There you go. That's cool. I mean, she couldn't have done I mean, it any better than that. But that's ball. I mean, that. But that- how did we get that message? Like what? She was tweeted, speaking to the media. No, no, she wrote. She no. <laughs> she held. I mean, coach, she, hey, was she, she held it? Morris, hey, was it Morris Code to get us the? She, message? How did we find that out? Coach? She had a town uh, hall she meeting. Oh, so the media helped her get and, her message out. Interesting. <laughs> she wrote it out and put a picture of it. So up social on, media is okay. It's just the commercial media. She doesn't like talking, so she wrote it on a piece, like wrote it, like typed it out. And just put a screenshot so of it. So what if those, she online. does? What if she does press conferences where someone asks a question and then and she, she just holds, writes she, it out and then holds it? Now you're making okay, money. Okay, no, <laughs> hopefully we learn something from this. Maybe I. Maybe other people feel bigger to do this now. Yes, and well, well but the, but see, there are people like Kawhi Leonard. We don't want to see him talk anyway, right? Like, there's he has no, no personality. But there's nothing. There's nothing he can say that's going to make us be like, ooh. This but it is, is funny insight. to hear him talk because yeah, we're then you make, make fun, fun of, of him. him. Exactly, uh, uh, and that's uh, all we uh, do is uh, we make fun of him. And he probably has major depression. He's like, or, make or, fun or of me because there's one time I try to laugh. Yep. Or he has social anxiety. <laughs> he doesn't like to be up in front of people. Yeah. People don't like public speaking. He, they're great. Ba- they're great athletes. They're not great public speakers. Right. That doesn't mean they like getting up in front of big audiences. And talking and having a microphone shoved I, in their face. I and, would imagine a lot of them don't like doing it, but that's agree. how they make a majority of their money. Who likes it, do you think? LeBron. LeBron loves okay. it. LeBron that's loves it. Uh, now he goes to these press conferences with his damn notebook yeah, of notes uh, he's taking. Of Russell Westbrook loves it. Good one. 
Um, let's see who else loves it. I mean, like Chad Ochocinco, T.O. Oh, they, they loved it. They, they loved it. Um, nowadays though, like who loves it? Oh. Gosh, who else in the NBA loves it? Well, I'm saying any sport. Yeah, no, I'm just trying. I was just, I'm like, I'm thinking football. Like who? I mean, now uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo, he's been doing funny. He's been stuff. doing pretty good. Um, football. I don't think. To, I, I think. Ben Roethlisberger loves it. You think? I think he likes everybody looking I mean, at him. He looks like he might have some handcuffs on. They put him on the Cam TV Newton. Coach. I think he likes. He it. likes he it to show wear... up. Yeah, he can show off his outfits. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Uh, dang, that's tough. You I, think Tom Brady guys, likes it? No, Tom guys, Brady hates it. Hates it's it. so obvious of a de- double-edged sword that it is. It's cool For because sure. your family can then see you in your local hometown on the news because you're doing a press conference. You're going to get more endorsement deals, but. Then sometimes when stuff bad happens, then you're still going to have to have that same image like you're good with talking with the press, even when you don't feel like talking to the press. Right. So you can be the person that's cold with the press, but it's going to affect you in other ways. And it also is going to make for bad stories. Exactly. We're not going to have any good ones anymore. Yeah, Baker likes it. Of course. Baker Baker loves it. If they have a commercial, they like it. Richard Sherman. He loves it. He likes talking. (laughs) Aaron Aaron Rodgers? No. He wouldn't say a word. But I'm saying he loves it because he does all these TV commercials. Yeah, but I just I, I seem like when he does interviews, it seems like he just does not want. No, to do no, that. he likes it because usually everybody's you know telling him how great he is. Oh, you're so good, Aaron. Oh, thank you, man. Tell me more. Tell me more. Oh, yeah, that was a great pass. I just improvised. It wasn't the coach's call. I made well, that call at the line of scrimmage. A lot of these interviews are done after a double two a day after a game. Maybe they're a little tired. If they were just chilling. It's going to be a lot more relaxing and a lot better of an interview. That's one thing I realized, too, is like, I don't think we understand how long they've been there before right, they get Right, because they practice. They, I mean, they got there so early. Like, what time do NFLs put, get there for a noon game? Probably 8 a.m. S- yeah, 7, 8 a.m. That's a long day to be. I mean, we're tailgating just that long. Coach, you're not <laughs> running the whole time. You're not working out. You're not. <laughs> These dudes are exhausted. The last thing they want to do is talk to a reporter Coach, and answer generic questions. My wife, after an entire morning of uh, tailgating and going to a Titans game, she's like, hey, I got $50 in a fund, and I want you to give it to a homeless person. Coach, I had to go huh? put together a couple sentences. To wait, wait, yeah, to- $50 fund. What, what fund? Wait, wait, my wife wait, raised, fund? She raised money on Facebook. And we were going to give it to a person that was having some tough tr- times in their some trying times. So in their who life. did you give it to? I found a guy. What was his name? What was his backstory? I, I, That's the whole point. We need yes, the backstory. We need the backstory. So what was his name? Where's he like, from? My point like, is, if you just missed. give it, if you just I had give been it to drinking him? for seven hours. Wait, so I'd you worked, were the homeless dude? I had worked. <laughs> I had worked just as hard as the NFL players. My wife's like, hey. Go over there and talk to this guy and see his good backstory. I'm like, I've been drinking for seven hours. How am I supposed to be able to do this? We can't expect our athletes to put on good interviews. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't even ready to talk after that much partying, guys. It's the so same. You, so you didn't get his name is what you're saying? I wasn't a good interviewer. God. Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 Feral Hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus, where every week I take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who were they? What made them so notorious? Why did the internet choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? I'll be talking to internet historians, experts, and yes, the main characters themselves to get a fuller picture. Because I think that even outside individual experiences, a character of the day tells us something about how the internet worked at that time and how the attention economy developed into the freaky three-headed dragon it is today. Together, we probably won't be able to properly log out, but we can take a walk down scary internet memory lane and see one day a little more clearly. 
Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabrielle Collins, and this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Colin Bridgerton has returned from his travels abroad. Is betrothal written in the stars for The Eligible Bachelor? Meanwhile, the ton is reverberating with speculation of who holds Lady Whistledown's pen. We're discussing it all. I sit down with Nicola Coughlin, Luke Newton, Shonda Rhimes, and more to offer an exclusive peek behind the scenes of each episode of the new season. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then... Fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So you were at, you were at the Titans game, you said you were drinking? Yeah. Did you throw anything at the players? That's a segue. Did you? What the hell is wrong with these this people? Guy, hey, this guy's good. What the He's hell really is good. wrong with good. the fans right now in the NBA? Well, like, what are deal. you guys doing? I heard the story about it being a dangerous weapon. Coach, I was walking out of Walmart with a 12-pack of dangerous weapons just the other day. <laughs> <laughs> what, what did they throw, a beer? <laughs> no, uh, bottled water at Kyrie Irving's head. Oh. Missed him. But then yesterday, the other night, uh, Washington game, Someone Somebody, runs onto the court yeah, ran on. and got tackled. Then we had popcorn on Westbrook. On Westbrook. Hey, and guys, then you got people yelling. I mean, guys, if you're going to run on some kind of court field, pick a field. Don't do a court. Thank you. I mean, Ow. I mean that'll hurt. Ow. I mean, and some of these security guards are. Or do we have them on like workout plans? I mean, this guy. Well, I mean, he it was a good tackle. They, everybody was tweeting, "Hey, Washington football team, you might want to sign this guy. <laughs> Looks like you found a new linebacker. <laughs> like this is your dude." Like they were all because he could he put a pretty good tackle. But on a the lot guy. of these security people oh, aren't they're like eighty. They're not ready to tackle somebody. They're no, really not. No. Like the ones that are in suits, you know, at the end of the the. 
I Iowa, think they're whatever. just there to make it be a I nice think they have a program with like the senior citizens. Yeah, I, I, oh, it's sure they go to the, they go to the oh, retirement oh, oh. home, dude, and, and they say, bring them in on the bus. Do you want to work? <laughs> they go to Carter Family Home down the road, and they bring them all in. Hey guys, you know what I mean? This is going to be an outing. Oh, we're going to yeah, just put on this yellow shirt, and you're just going to stand here. Nothing ever happens. You'll be good. Just be courtside. Yeah. I remember we were doing something at the iHeart Festival in Vegas or whatever, and they're they're like, ah, oh, security call. All security members get together. We're having a meeting, coach. I walked by it, and there wasn't anyone under 70 oh, right and it was 4 p.m so they had the buffet like <laughs> they're gonna lay down the law <laughs> but really what really what the fuck are these people Whoa! Oh, what's wrong with you dude i, I see this stuff and well, i just put do- an explicit thing on Gosh, dude. itunes yeah thing. we were family friendly until I did now not, i got i sorry <laughs> what really hey, is that what you do at home do you think you were the garrett really I, forest I, but really what <laughs> why do these people think they can do this crap they're like, drunk they're drunk. What happens with people that are drunk? They always think they can do something they're but not supposed to do. I want see, and that's what I'm saying. Like f- players would get fined if they go fight that guy, right? Yes. But why? But now this guy can't watch an NBA game live ever. How? Yeah. Just but, change his haircut. Okay. So he's banned. Okay. Yeah, so I've friend, always wondered how they. So his friend buys. The rules. They can't. His friend buys the ticket and he goes in. Like he can't buy it on his credit card. Okay. No, but every person at the door will always be showing yeah, they, his I mean, face and hey, press the. No, because he did no, get fined though, right? He got arrested. Oh, no fine. I don't know, but I'm saying, like, if Kyrie went and whooped his ass, he like, why could why is Kyrie in trouble? Because the guy threw something at him. Why is Kyrie in trouble? Why? Well, no, he's not in trouble. He's oh. saying if he would have kicked, but his ass. Kyrie did go and step on the head of the Celtics leprechaun at midcourt. Who cares? So you can no, no, throw no. stuff at him? No, 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 no. That's not not throw stuff at him. But you can yell, "Hey, you suck, you idiot." You know? Right, right, right. No, I'm not but, saying they were equal, uh, uh, pri- quid pro quo, an eye for an eye, but I'm just saying he yeah, did step on tat. an opposing team's logo. The opposing team's going to hate you a little bit more than they did if you And because Kyrie that. went to Boston and he was terrible and they sucked and, and then he, he criticized him and yeah. said, I'm coming back, don't do all these comments again. And me. so they throw, I mean, just grow up. Like Kevin Durant said, grow the F up. It's just, it's insane to me that these people are, that throw things and then the player can't do anything back. Like the guy that dumps popcorn on Westbrook. Why can't Westbrook punch that guy in the face? Why not? Coach, you can't. It can't be wild, wild west over here. You can't be like, you shoot me, I shoot you. Hey, I mean, you got to. We saw what happens when fans and players meet. Malice, well, right. Malice, Malice, I mean, can Malice. you imagine if you let them just go however they want? I but mean, that's what I'm saying. Why Why was Malice Steven. at the Palace. Who was it that like, knocked down the Ron Artest. Like, cold cocked that one. Steven Jackson. I mean, Steven what Jackson. Jermaine O'Neal. Okay, Jermaine O'Neal. What did oh, we see? Oh, because that dumbass yeah, guy. Hey, no, that dumbass no, guy. Let wait, me tell you about what that. What did we see with the Malice at the Palace? The players will kill the fans. Yes. Right. They'll Don't kill ever him. fight a player. They'll, like, kick they, your, they, they'll, they'll kill whoop you. your ass. They will whoop your ass. And that's what I'm saying. The guy tried to come up, and he was going to sucker punch Jermaine O'Neal. He was going to punch him from behind. And Jermaine O'Neal just happened to turn around, and this guy's <laughs> eyes got big as damn saucers. And he's like, uh, yeah. uh-oh. Yeah. He's like, I'm down on the court. In their environment. In their environment. And I'm going to sneak up on this guy that's probably 6'10", seven, 7 yeah, feet tall. And I'm going to punch him. And all of a sudden, Jermaine O'Neal turns around and sees the guy. And the guy, I mean, it was like Elsa in Frozen just made him stay there. Like he just said, Let it go. Ah! Let it go. And he had nothing to do. And Jermaine O'Neal just boom. And then Jermaine O'Neal gets suspended. 
Why? So, so Why does our, he get suspended? That's so I stupid. But we have our answer now. I mean, that, that was back in the day. They've okay. changed it now. Right. Like, Dwight Howard, though. Okay. Dwight Howard but was Back all- in the day, you could definitely throw a bottle and not get fined or suspended. Well, they but, can never find the person that threw the bottle. The cameras right. are better now. Now, coach, they're only at 25% well, capacity. And you see, so. a lot of the fans, though, they love to narc nowadays. Oh, like, hey, man, this, man, guy, man, this guy, this guy, this guy. He's the one who did it. Those fans dime some people out real quick. But there's also, but they're not at full capacity, right? They're close. Some places are. I, I don't know exactly which one. That's is what I'm which. saying. Right now is just not the time to throw anything. No, they're no. Gonna, it's what? never the time well, to throw yeah, anything. You're right, you're right. Here's my thing. Like the guy that runs on the court at the Washington game, he's right next to Dwight Howard. If Dwight Howard just cocks him right in the face, just but he can't do that because the guy's not doing anything. He's just running. Bullshit. What? You are, whoa. You are on. How do I know? Right now. How do I know what you're down hey, there to do? You, have a good, you all right? How do I know what you're coming on the court to do? You are in my space. I can punch you in nothing. My space. <laughs> I thought that died a long time ago. I know what you're saying. But why are you down on the hardwood? Sorry, Dwight Howard, you have free reign to knock that dude out. Boom. Knock him out. Send a message. Okay. Do not come down onto our court. So you're the commish. you got to set the rule right now. Yes. Okay? What are the rules? If a someone comes on the court... Have at him. Anyone. Anybody. What Anyone that's part of the, the game. Ref, players, coaches, training staff. Have at him. If you're part of the game, you have free range to kick their ass. Yes, what absolutely. If, what if Aquafina comes onto the court? Who? Uh, Fiji. Water. A water bottle. Can you get go up into the stands yes. as a player? Yes. Oh, but that's not your... Domain. No, you, you threw something onto my domain. So as soon as they throw <laughs> you, the, the water bottle onto the court, anybody... Player, coach, training staff, uh, announcer, they can go up and kick their ass. Yes. Without repercussions. Yes. You're, you're, you're ridiculous. Yes. Well, I feel like the, they're trying to feel it out now where you got to make the p- penalties steep, but you got to keep the players on the court. Safe. Keep the fans in the stands. Yes, yes. you have to. And, and just, I mean, honestly, if this happened once and. It would never happen and, again. And, and Dwight Howard went and kicked the guy's ass, no one would do it. It would, it would not happen but, again. But I mean, we, we are. We're fine in America. Like, there's just some s- small little penalties. That, like, maybe they they what did they do? They told the fan he can never come to a well, game. No, again. he got arrested. And okay. He got charged with. So maybe uh, that stops some people. Thwarts it. Future mm. a little. Because yeah, like bit. streakers, they run on the field and oh, they nothing get a stops. Two hundred dollar fine. Let's think about overseas. Over oh, there, no, that's not. There's no flares, coach. There's no laws. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm all right with a little Aquafina coming. Thank God it didn't hit anybody. I told you guys, to flare I went to field. a soccer game in Mexico City, oh. and they they were throwing water bottles full of piss. <laughs> and the and the guy I was with goes, "Oh yeah, there's piss in that. That's the thing. That's what they do. So if you see a water bottle and there's liquid flying out of it, that ain't water. But yeah, if we don't, that's what I'm saying. If we right. don't stop it. It's, it, it just escalates. Right, but so, there's no need to call for the National Guard. I mean, it was just a little bit of popcorn. I mean, that what, can be solved. There was an Aquafina. But what floated. I'm saying is, <laughs> charge him with assault. Like, don't just don't just say you're not. I think not, he got charged. The you popcorn a, guy? You, you get arrested, right? You I don't it. know what the popcorn guy got. I don't know about that one. I know the water bottle guy got arrested. But my thing is, you say they're banned for. He got uh, assault with a dangerous butter. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's a slippery slope, man. Hey! Oh, man. I just, I can't, I don't understand when I see these highlights. You better not do that again. <laughs> you better, uh, no, no, no. you, know, you got to be buttering that. You know who the judge was? Ju- honor, honor, honorable Orville Redenbacher. <laughs>
You messed that up so bad. We screwed that up so bad. All right, we should but, keep going. Yeah, but I just, I, I'm sorry. I can't get over the fact that people think this is okay. It's not okay, but it's I mean, not. everyone's going to keep doing it. We also just got back from the pandemic. People have a little bit more emotions than they did a year ago. Right, they've Boys. had it. Boys, are you guys going to the grocery store no mask? Yeah. It's crazy. It huh? feels so weird. It's awesome. It you guys going so- to bed without a mask? <laughs> 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 I put on the mask. It is my wife's panties. <laughs> oh, hey, it is so weird walking in the grocery store with no mask. It's amazing. Feels so weird. Like I walk, I'm like, damn, I feel like I'm doing something wrong. And then there's people that are in mask, and when you don't have the mask on, I'm like, they're looking at me going, oh, what's this jackass's problem? I, I'm still taking the mask in with me in my pocket, just in case. Some of them still require. Yes. I want to say- But just uh, in case you go in and you're like, oh, crap, everyone's wearing a mask. I don't, have I, my, I don't want I, to make I, anyone feel awkward. I don't have my normal mask anymore. I got a de- disposable- Coach, what is that, G-string? Yeah, basically. <laughs> it's just a pair of panties. So I got, I got the disposable Coach, now. I think that's broken. Well, I just broke it right okay. now. <laughs> But this is what I carry in my pocket now. I don't have my normal Just one. in case. Just in case. You yeah. guys may get offended by this. What? Because I mean, uh, I'm not going to get offended by what something you say, right? Somebody, uh, people have gotten sick from COVID, you know? Yeah. But because uh, it is transmissible through spit sure. and stuff like that. Well, one of our friends, I thought it was funny, but that's just me personally. Uh, this person said- Hey, it's, it's not the same one we talked about the other day. No, no. Yeah. Like, I never talked about this person. Right. But this is an awesome person. I'm going to get this back person. to this person. No. Oh, okay, I okay. love this person. Okay, but they okay. said that the whole pandemic- they went online and they bought this mask that looks like it's a legit mask, but it's like you can breathe through it, you can spit through it and everything, but it looks like it's full on, oh, but it's geez. basically like see-through. But so the person boarded planes. But what's the point gro- of that? Because yeah, well, so you can breathe. The other ones are constricted. You, you can breathe Stop. in everything Stop. else. But I can go told run me, five miles in this damn thing and be fine. Do it. Uh, <laughs> there's a couple of them that are not breathable at all, that are real bad. Well, then why would you buy that? I've one? never had I've a mask. I've plenty of masks, and I well, can I mean, you plenty. can breathe through it, but is it easier without it? That's my point. This person wore this thing, and they said the whole pandemic, they were just breathing just fine, boarding planes. are like, oh, you're good to go. Come on in. But if you really looked at it, everything came through the thing. It wasn't a legit That's mask, terrible. but it was dark. That's terrible, coach. It's <laughs> not good. So I didn't name the person. Hey, okay, good. <laughs> you know, you, if you're still fly, you got to wear a mask. Yes. I knew that. Oh, do you there. really? Yeah. Oh, coach, I was about to get freaking knocked out this weekend. <laughs> You coach, no I just mask. Hey. Oh, don't worry, Coach. Hey, mother. Girl. All those places, they provide you with masks. Okay. Yeah, if you forgot one. Yeah, and uh, you can't, there's no alcohol in planes. Saw that. This is it, boys. This is how it starts. This is it. It's never oh, coming yeah. back. I don't it's know. Never the the days back. of us going to Vegas and them you know, sneaking us little wait, bottles wait, of vodka. But when you drank on a plane, when you first did it, did you ever feel a little naughty doing it? No. It Not, kind, it kind of, coach, I can't hey, get hey, on a plane hey, Eddie, without Eddie. You ever feel naughty? A little naughty. Hey, the first time I did it, you feel naughty right now. The first time, the first time I wash my hair, dirty Ray. The first time you drink on a plane, did it feel like you were doing something you weren't supposed to? Be <laughs> no, doing? no. The only time oh. I feel weird is when you light when up I a cigarette. Pull my pants down a little bit. When I smoked a joint on a plane one time. No, no. It's when it's nine o'clock in the morning and I'm walking through the airport and the people have the twenty four ounce beers. I'm like, now what the hell? They're like, intense. They're intense. I'm like, they, that is. I like, think that's where they have a problem, coach. Yeah. Like if, if, <laughs> you if probably I probably should have given them. If a I hand. get on a plane and it's after you know it's lunchtime or later, not it's normal. See, Don't, here's the thing though. Even if you go to a regular restaurant and somebody's got a big beer at that time, it's weird. weird. But at an airport, sometimes you're like, that's weird. 
But, but it's fine. It flies. But, it's but acceptable. Like, no, no, no pun intended. It's it like, flies. It's like all rules go out the window <laughs> at an airport. Hey, it's got wings. It's like, hey, 9 a.m., no problem. Drinking a beer is not weird at an airport. At an, at an airport. airport. Why is that? It a- anywhere, seems weird Anywhere to me. else, though? Uh, uh, I'm not sure. Hey, not hey, I think Henry over there has got a problem, guys. Uh, uh, airport, though? Hey. Ah, not Henry, a problem. He's, out, on, he's on vacay. Hey, Henry, want me to get you another one? Maybe yeah. that's it. You assume they're on vacay. And if you're on vacay, drinking at 9 a.m., A-OK. Yeah, if they got a Hawaiian shirt on, they're okay. Right? They're free to fly. Because, Coach, how many times did we fly to Vegas or somewhere and it's early and we're like, screw it, let's just start going? You're right. You're right. That's why it's okay at an airport. I just figured it out. But it just, I still, every oh, time. I think on my bachelor party, you wouldn't have known, Eddie. You weren't there. Okay. I think Johan got us started about 1030. Oh, exactly. man. Exactly. He iced us in the car. <sighs> That's the Smirnoff. Oh, yeah. Go, do you want to know how well one of those ices goes down at 10 a.m.? Yeah, <laughs> not and, good. And, and not, not, only that, not only that, he iced us. Then we he, did a shot. Wait, no, wait, no, wait, no, wait. No, what he, is the ice? He tells you, like, he gives you one and says, ooh, you've been iced? A Smirnoff, and you have to chug it. Yeah, okay. you get busted. And, but, but so, at you're 12? Like, how old are you? But the problem is, pretty much, he bought them cold, but then he had them sitting in the car for so long, they were damn hot. <laughs> So Thanks, Johan. No, no, hey, not a better so way to had, start a bachelor. So you got lukewarm, is what you got. Yeah, we got lukewarm Smirnoff. All right, here we go. Chug. Then, then, get ready for it. Lukewarm shots. Hey, oh, it. No, not lukewarm. Warm. Like they were never cold. <laughs> the Didn't little he sneak bu- in shots to the then, airplane? Then he brings them on the airplane and it says no alcohol on the airplane. And you hear right? the clinging of the bottle? <laughs> and I told him, I was like, dude, just keep it in your pocket. And when you get your drink, then pour it in there. Lady comes up to And him. then he is standing there with the whole bag. Hey, you want one? You want one? And she comes up and she goes, Give me the damn bag. <laughs> Johan loses the entire bag of shots. <laughs> and he's like. The plane wasn't even in the air yet. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. And then he's like, don't worry, guys. I still got five. And he starts to pull them out of his bag up above. Give me give me the bottle. And she walks up. She goes, sir, like, you can either give me all of them or and get them back at the end, or you can get kicked off the plane and get none of them. Ooh. And so Which he gave them ba- He gave them to her. Okay, good. And I went up to go to the bathroom and I was like, sorry, you know, it's our first time flying. He's never had alcohol before. I apologize. <laughs> and she's like, it's okay. There's a lot of idiots on planes. Uh-huh. That's what she told me. I was uh-huh. like, I was so embarrassed. Yeah, so embarrassed at Ray's bachelor party. Now, Dang, shout out to the New Mexico teachers who survived this school year. It's our last week for both virtual and in-person learning. We're going to drink slippery nipples and mm-hmm. hang up and listen. Hashtag Raymundo rocks. And that is from Rosette Salazar in New Mexico. Hey. Thanks, ladies. Yeah. So shout out to all those New Mexican teachers, man. Yeah. All the hey, slippery nipples. Slippery nipple it up. Shout yeah. out to our Mexicans out there. No, coach, they New live in New Mexico. Mexico. New Mexico's. New Mexican. Oh, New Mexican. Yeah. Yeah. New yeah. Mexico, I believe, part of the Four Corners. Don't quote me on that, though. Last I time know you we said screw- that, you were wrong. We usually I screw think. them up, but it's four states, so I feel like I got a pretty good shot. <laughs> I think you might be right. Let's see. New Mexico, Arizona, Colorado, and Arizona. You said Arizona twice, so yeah, I'm going to say Arizona. Utah? Arizona, Utah, Arizona. <laughs> Arizona. <laughs> uh, how about, uh, what is it? Is it Colorado and Nevada? It's not Colorado. I have no idea. It's not Colorado? No, it I've is never Colorado. Heard of it. New Mexico, Arizona, Colorado, Arizona, and it's, you, said, you said Arizona twice. It, what what are the corner? What's the corner of? Like it's what, all their corners. All four states in one, in one area. In one so you, you can, can take you can take four steps and be in four different states. Yeah, and hey, our boy Jake Paul's back. He's got a new fight. I saw that he's fighting Tyron. Wait, Jake or Ra- or the other guy? Jake. Okay, the one that's like three and zero that beat up Nate Robinson, and but he's fighting. He listen, this dude's really smart. I'm gonna hand it to him because. He he finds these UFC guys oh, that aren't Utah, boxers. Utah, Arizona, New Mexico, Colorado, four corners. So Go ahead. he 
it Arizona. looks like he's fighting impressive people, but he's fighting non-boxers. So Woodley is a good is a good MMA guy, but boxing wise, he's not very good. But he'll still get him. He he should be the best one that he's faced. He's probably the best one. He's the most athletic, I would bet, and he'll probably be in the best shape. Like he'll be. You know, he won't come in like the last Asprey guy wasn't was, oh my in God. shape at all. No, he was fat. Why, you are the one that made up that, told me that point. I, I've looked back at highlights of it. That guy wasn't in shape at all. No, he, how did we all get tricked on that? He crawled out. <laughs> Wait, from did under you a all watch it? No, but okay. you, but lunch called it. Lunch said he was in terrible shape. Yeah, he, he obviously didn't even train yeah. for right, it. He was just there to get paid. But the, the <laughs> story is an experienced boxer versus a. A YouTuber, but he's not. But they're not really boxers. They're but, MMA. So MMA. But he's a fighter. But he's a fighter. Is, but if, he, if it was MMA, Jake Paul would get killed. Yes. And these are guys are good wrestlers, are good grapplers. They're not boxers. So did you watch the fight even after the fact? No. Okay. It doesn't. But happen. I just I just saw. Oh, the MMA guy. It, well, he's fighting a new one, Woodley, who's the former UFC champion. No, I'm talking about the old one. No, Askren. I saw a highlight, and I'm okay. like, this dude is 300 pounds. Woodley will beat him because it's hilarious watching these MMA fighters trying to box. You can't stop him from kicking. You can't stop him from throwing a what do you call a hammer? Like right. I disagree with you. I thought McGregor and coach, uh, Mayweather had, was good. They had to tell him like thirty times. Ah, you can't. Kick. I thought that was. Yeah, a, he kept trying to. I he thought kept it trying was to interesting. Hammer <laughs> he kept trying to hammer fist. Him. Ah, you can't. Uh, Mayweather, get, right? Mayweather get won. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was ah, a good. You can't. <laughs> He's trying to get a takedown. Like, hey, you can't do that. He's boxing. <laughs> he flips him like, no, 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 no. Like, no, no, I can't do that. But yeah, uh, he honestly tried to kick and like, you can't. Oh man, and hey. What'd you guys do for Memorial Day before we go? Sounds memorable. Eddie. I just I, I remembered our our the fallen heroes. Dude, coach. I went no, I went to North Carolina. I was so excited, guys, going to the lake. Oh, the Carolinas that are north. No. Good to be here. Gonna go up in the mountains. South. Go- what? South Carolina? Not North Carolina. No. Take your shirt off. Spin it like a helicopter. North Carolina, stand up. You know what I'm talking about? No, no. You don't know that. How's song? it going? Are you guys north or south of Carolina? <laughs> no, hang up and listen. How's it going, sir? So, Good morning. <laughs> I go and then we're at the lake. I'm ready to go swimming. Did you fish? I fished, caught nothing. Yeah, of course. Never caught. I don't anything. think there's anything in that lake. I, I, I never caught anything in that lake. Okay. So I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna go get in the water. Guys, the weather was 64 degrees the whole time, and the water's 20 degrees. The water was ice cold. Yeah. It was getting down to the 40s at night. There was no swimming. There was no. Did you swimming. play golf out there? No, I didn't play golf. Oh. But we did do some kayaking. Did and the bear show up? Didn't see the bear this time, but you need to lure him. You need to lure him by leaving like I'll a leave turkey some meat out there, out there on the, yeah. the driveway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I needed the bear. That would have been but a good show prep. It, it, it was great because it, it was relaxing and peaceful. And Just you and your family, and none of the in-laws went. No, the in-laws were there, and oh. my sister-in-law was there. So mom hit on you? Uh, not that I remember this time. Okay. None of that. But yeah. I, I almost got in a fight with an old man, like here, a seventy-five. Here we go. 75-year-old on man. On the water? Hey, well, no, on the trail. There's a path. Are you looking at my wife? Hooked your dukes up, mother. Gert. Huh? No. Say that to my face, you old fart. There's a path that goes around the entire lake, okay? Oh, like a running trail. Like a running trail. Oh. But it's technically the this the part, like the trail is still part of people's land, but everybody uses it for exercise, walking. It's kind of a thing. You, Ladyburg Lake. You're allowed to you're allowed to go on the path like you go exercise, walk the dogs, people take their kid, you know whatever. So I go for a run, and there's a car parked on the path outside this guy you know at this guy's house, and he's planting flowers in his little hillside. Oh, that's cute. Cool. So I'm running by his car. Top How's of the going? morning. I love the rosebuds. And old man. Great day for blooming. <laughs> old man <laughs> Willie pops up, and he's pissed. 
and I don't know what he's pissed at, but he goes, get him, get him, get him, and tells his dog to attack me. <laughs> what the? This story just went zero to 100. Okay, hey, now I'm listening. And so the dog. I thought we were talking comes, about tulips. Hey, this dog comes charging at me. What kind of dog? Ah, it's probably like a 50-pound dog. I don't know. I, I I mean, I don't know. It's a mutt. Like, it was a big, mixture. Big mutt. Yeah. Get 50, over here, you mother dog. 50-pound dog. <laughs> and so I am like, do I kick the dog? What do I do? And what the hell is he telling him to attack yeah, me yeah, for? Well, yeah. And at first, I thought he was joking. But then he, he has his little garden shovel, and he's swinging it at me. What? How close is he to you? Ah, from me to that power strip. Uh, coach, that's arm's length. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I was like, what, what the? the? <laughs> you got a garden shovel? And he goes, I got this. Oh, he goes, God, you killed Willie? No, he goes, get him, get him, get him. And I'm like, what the hell is wrong with him? You son of a. Wait, so, so the dogs are coming from behind him? Yeah, the dog is behind him. Okay. And it comes running oh, and tries to get me. And I just take off. Like, I'm like, what the? Coach, what'd you do to the old man? I, I don't know. Did you so, pickpocket him? So I keep running, but there's only one problem. What way? I have to come back. Dead end. A dead end. Wait, 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 Coach. So, so he's saying, get him. Your arm length. Yes, but he, you run faster, like you're, a, oh, like you're a bra- like I'm robbing Carl, a bank. Like oh. I'm you, Usain Bolt, yeah, okay, dude. I'm like, Bolt. I'm like, gotta go, <laughs> gotta go. So you're like, oh shit! If I stick around, I'm gonna get eaten. I'm gonna get bitten by a dog, and I don't know what I did. I was so confused. I don't know if this dude's like senile, has dementia. So something. not once did you say, ah, what are you? Why didn't do anything? Nope. You just ran like a I criminal. Just, just ran like a criminal. Oh, ran. So I go and I run, and then it dead ends. I'm like, I gotta go back. That's the only way to get back to the the house. So here I go. I go running, and I look. And I can hear that dog yapping as I'm coming. I'm he like, knows. he smells blood. I'm like, uh oh. But I notice it's locked up on the dock. So I'm like, good. And the old man's got his back to me. He's still planting something. I come running and he hears me, he turns around, he goes, no, no, not ever again, damn it. <laughs> what the? And I said, excuse me. He Wait, said, did you stop running? You're still yeah, running. Yeah, no, I stopped. Okay, this, time. this time you're gonna, I'm gonna get an answer. Because there's no, the dog's locked up. Okay. on the dock, like it can't get off. So, and you can, he's an old man. You can take him yeah, out. Yeah, old man. He's 75 year old, senile fool. But got he's got a, a shovel. And he's got, yeah, but he's got, he's like the hunchback of Notre Dame. Like he's like bent over. And he, no, never again. I said, what the hell? And he goes, no, you can't come by here anymore. This is private damn property. You don't get your ass out of here. And I said, excuse me. He goes, yeah, you running through here. And I said. Uh, this is a path. Everybody does it. You know what I mean? Like, there's, and he, I, I said, so you yell by, at everybody that walks by here. Some of them. I said, well, what the hell is your problem? Well, are you, and at this point, you guys are just talking uh-huh. like this to each other? Kind of yelling. And okay. you're face to face. Uh, no, he's like from me to that board, okay. that whiteboard. So it's about, about 20 feet. About 20 feet. And he goes, I don't give a damn. You're not allowed to come by here anymore. And I said, why? He hung up and listened. And he said, he said, bleep. He said, well, this isn't your property. I said, yeah, but everybody, and I said, your car's on this path. So my house is right down here. So if I tell you, you can't come by, are you just going to leave your car on the path for the rest of your life? So his car's on the path to stop people from going no, through No, no, no. His car was just there because he was unloading flowers because it's at the bottom of a big hill. Oh, that's cool. And so it's a, it's a, it, you can drive your car out on it if you need to drop supplies off at your dock or whatever. Got it. So I said, if I block off my backyard back over here and you can't get your car off the path, what the hell are you going to do then? And he goes, What? That doesn't make any damn sense. That's <laughs> what so they're yelling at and each he other. And I said, and he debate. goes, he go, I said, dude, I was just out for a jog. He goes, yeah, you didn't even slow the fuck down. <laughs> and I said, Coach, this is your third oh, first word. And I said, 
slow down. He goes, yeah, nothing was going to get in the way of your exercising, was it? I'm like, like, why would I? I got a pace to keep up with. Well, I was like, I was trying to do a six-minute pace, man, 6.15 pace. Apple Watch. But I told him. Look at my map my run app. (laughs) I said, why why would I slow down? There was no one in my way. He goes, so disrespectful. Don't ever come back over here, damn it. And I was like, have a great day. You got him with a have a great day. Got him with that have a great day on the way out. Dude, I don't. And what's great is my my father-in-law was in the kayak with my son. Watching all this. They were watching me run. They were following me along the path, just kind of showing my kid how I run. And so I told him, I said, hey, meet me over in that cove. That dude tried to have his dog attack me. And so he saw the whole thing. Bill saw the whole thing. Uh, he What'd saw he the whole thing. He was just like, he goes, that dude's crazy, man. And then he talked to a, a neighbor, and he was like, yeah, we've had run-ins with that guy before. Wait, and, wait, wait, wait. Coach, wait, why wait, don't you say, uh, why don't you run and try and catch me, you old mother Why don't you grab your daisies and stick them up your You yeah. could have got him with some better zaps at the very end. Coach, coach, it sounds like you were trying to be logical about the whole thing, but he wasn't. Oh, man, he wasn't. Well, I had to be logical because my father-in-law is there, so I couldn't be too crazy. Question. So but, so Bill's in the kayak with your son. Yeah. Watching this go down, not once did Bill want to get your back and start fighting? No, he he, he didn't see the dog attack. Okay. He saw the second episode, oh, okay. the, the follow-up, and he was like, just let it go, let it go. And he was, was like, saying that? Yeah. <laughs> all a bunch of hot air, all right, to let it go. And so then I mean, I'm, you guys know how to manufacture your own fun on the lake. Let it go, let it go, guys, let it go. So I, I rolled back to the house, and I was like, man, I guess I'm going to see that old man tomorrow. Were you heated up? I was just, no, I wasn't, I was just like, what the hell is this? I just thought he was senile. And I was like, man, I guess I'm about to run back by there tomorrow. So you went. But no, we left. We No, he and, and, he and, and hey, now here's <laughs> the old man did. Hey, he lost him. He wasn't the there. He got the last laugh. He, I, I would he's I would, now up in heaven. <laughs> I would have pushed my luck. It was the last day we were there. But then I thought, this is old man probably got a gun. Not worth it. I wanna I wanna go back. I wanna meet this old man. Oh, dude, he's freaking crazy. And my father in law said he's heard him across the lake yelling before. Yeah. Like He's just people. one of those crazy neighbors. Crazy you just neighbors that you just got to watch out for. It yep. was just like, what in the world? And I mean, I'm like, there were people on this path after me, and you yell at them. He goes, well, some of them. Isn't that crazy when you see people so pissed off about something, I mean, a- anything, and you see them red and like furious? Like that's crazy. But that's, that's I love the emotions that he experienced. You don't experience that. I haven't experienced that kind of an emotion in ten years. You never, you never seen anyone yell like that. Well, I've never yelled like face to face with somebody. No, That'd no, be no. awesome. Like, you know, like at the grocery store or something, like, F- you, man. F- you, you almost hit my wife, you mother. F- <laughs> I mean, he was that <laughs> mad. You don't want to be that dude. No, but I'm saying no, you he got don't. to experience that. And, and I think I think old people, I really think. They, they, they've given up. They, they, they just know that they have nothing to look forward to but death, and so they're grumpy. Like, he knows he's on the last few, you know, cycles around no, this. No, no, he's been grumpy his whole life. Now there's so? just no filter. Oh, I thought it was just he has nothing to look forward you to. You can't be a happy guy your whole life, and then when you're 80, you just exactly. start getting yelling, yelling at people. I thought he was just grumpy because he knew he's about to die. And it's just like, man, what the hell? If he's still doing tulips, he ain't about to die. He's got another no, he doesn't think him. he's going to die, but, I mean, the way he moved. If he's outside doing that, he still has some years left. It's true, maybe. But, God, it was just so weird, and I just never – I and. He was mad because I didn't slow down, that I was running too fast on the trail, I guess. Coach, you must have been hauling ass. Coach, did you ever think about hitting him? (laughs) When he swung that shovel at me, I thought about pushing. Like, what the hell? No, 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 hitting him, (laughs) clocking him. (laughs) What's crazy? Haymaker. Here's the crazy part. His grandkids were out there with him. 
Like, I'm talking they were like eight, seven, and five. Oh, Coach, you left a great example for them, your Love own kids, me. and your father. No, him. <laughs> He's the one that did it, not me. Coach, coach. Uh, That's a great story, Coach. You know how the kids are going to remember it? You were the crazy person. Mm-hmm. You know how your wife told him? You were the crazy person. Yeah, that's just dad. He loses it sometimes. <laughs> oh, it was bad, man. It was bad. All right. Bill, I need your help. Bill. Right, guys, just let it go, guys. Let it go. <laughs> two grown men on a lake <laughs> with not a worry in the world fighting with each Dude, other. Dude, it, it, it was the most beautiful day. It was 62 degrees. I'm out for a run, you know, just trying to get five miles in real quick up in the mountains and the freaking beautiful trees around this beautiful lake with, I mean, just a nice, cool breeze. And this dude comes at me with a shovel and his damn dog. I remember this guy when we were kids, teenagers. This guy wanted to kick me and my brother's ass. Like, this dude wanted to fight us so bad. We were new to this town, and they didn't like us, and they wanted to fight us. And there was this one dude we had just met. Like, he was just he lived in the area. He thought we were cool, so he hung out with us. And it was me, my brother, and this dude. And this guy was just wasted in the back seat in the car, just chilling, drinking. And this dude goes... These guys want to fight us, and the the guy in the backseat never never changed the words. He kept saying, "Hey, it's all a bunch of hot air, guys. Let it go. It's all a bunch of hot air." That's what Bill I, was saying. I love the dudes that break it that just break it up, but they're not getting in the way. They just want to yell at the fighters and be like, <laughs> "Hey, hey, just a bunch of hot air, man. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go." I want that to happen to me in the next no, couple you don't. months. No, you, don't. you want to fight? No, not I'm not, I've never fought. You want someone to yell at you or you want, want to yell at someone? No, but I want uh, to be some confrontation where somebody yells no. at me, I yell no. at them. Dude, that must have been an amazing That's not th- your style. But it's not. But do you know how his adrenaline that he felt is more than some people feel their entire life? I mean, Coach, that was, was pretty, a moment in your life hey, right there. Do you dude. remember the guy when we went to that party and he was like, I don't give a what yeah, you drink? I remember exactly. Like that. like that I admired because this dude, we go to a party and <laughs> I've heard this. And, he, and he's like, hey, man, hey. The, hey. The, <laughs> this, guy, this guy goes, hey, you guys want fireball shots? And there's the, he's a stranger. I don't know the dude, but he's at the party. And, <laughs> and, he's, sta- and he's trying to be Mr. Fun Guy. He's, he's standing be- right next to us. So, so I'm I- assuming, let me, let me involve him in this conversation. I go, dude, sh- should I drink the fireball shot? And the guy looks at me and goes, I don't give a f- what you do. <laughs> and I was like, wow, I've never, no one has Coach, ever said that to me in my life. Coach, he served your ass. And I'm thinking, oh man, and Eddie was just like, dude, I would have, I would have moved out of Nashville. I'm thinking that that's got to be a cool feeling to just, you can say whatever you want to someone. Uh, like, like there's no politeness, nothing other than, I don't give a f- what you do. How long did it take you to recover after that one, Coach? Like, Coach, what did I do? I, I, I looked there stunned for five minutes. Oh, he just sat there and he goes, dude, did you hear what he... And, and then finally I was like, hey, man, respect. This dude just says what he wants. It was pretty It was pretty intense. It was a pretty epic moment. Hey, man, hey, man. Do you care if I... you think I should take this fireball? Dude, I don't give up what you do. <laughs> and I go... Okay, all right. Coach, got me, it. even me in the moment, I'd have been like, yeah, dude, take it, take right. it. Dude, this guy just stopped you dead. I mean, he, he was just like, you know, you, most people at a party are encouraging you to do stupid yes, things. that's what I was thinking. Everybody's yeah, in the vibes. same mindset. This guy wants to be part of our conversation. Let me invite him in. And he just goes, I don't give a f- what you do. <laughs> like dead, like dead, hey. like didn't care. Hey, so ever oh. since that happened, uh, the way you're saying, like, I'd like to do that someday, <laughs> I'd like to do that someday. And, and, like literally, tell someone in the middle of a story, dude. I don't give up about your story. It's sort of like we were in, we were in Vegas. We were in Vegas for my bachelor party. No, no, no. That Eddie oh. wasn't there that time, so Eddie uh, was there this time. Okay, all right. And we kept saying, "Oh, mf for this, mf for that." Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And this guy looks at it and goes, "I'm going to give you one more mf 
And I was like, you got it. <laughs> oh. and, and it was one of those things. I never say I'm effort. But at the tables? It was at a table. And I was drinking whiskey that night. And I guess when I drink whiskey, yeah, I like, like to say one. MF'er. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, you got this, mup. Hey, you, hey, hey, mup, you got this. Like, hey, hey, you want another beer, mup? And I kept saying it over and over. And the guy goes, I'm going to give you one more chance to call me one, mother. And then that's it. I'm kicking your ass. <laughs> Dang, coach. You get people that totally end your night with one word hey, or something. They're all music industry people. Oh, my oh. gosh. Cutthroat. Oh, bad. Coachers. I know it's late, but I turned 41 on Saturday the 29th. Happy birthday, we'll coach. We'll get you next year for 42. <laughs> uh, so Hey, the biggest mistake, you send Lunchbox an email. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I would like a shout-out on the little show, but it's really the only show for me. Looking forward to the shotgunning some seltzers this weekend and regretting it Monday morning. Oh, Thanks boy. for all you do by keeping us entertained throughout the week. Happy Memorial Day to all the service members past and present. That's right. Salute. Sue Ann Mestis. All right, Sue Ann. Happy birthday. Respect. Yeah, so we're a little late on that, but yeah. yeah. All right. All right, we done? We're done, man. If you That's want fun. it on time, get me on Cammy. No, sorry. I just, I mean, it's hard. Didn't somebody send one early, like a shout out for in like five months? Yeah, someone asked me for one in July or something. Smart. That's what they need to be doing. I mean, listen, it's hard. And I didn't know, I mean, yeah, maybe we can talk about this off, but I was like, do we have to stop birthday shout outs? I mean, they're hard. Oh, I like it. It's hard, man. We get a lot of them. We are the sore losers at gmail.com. You can always give us your feedback. You're doing a great job, coach. I know. Keep it up. And someone, someone said they wanted a shout-out, but I don't know where it was. And they're like, if you forget, I'm going to hit up Ray because he'll get it done. I don't know where that's that was. That's true. Um, I told somebody that we were top 20 podcast for on in, in all of podcasts, or is it on iHeart? I don't know. Are we? I told somebody that at the pool. <laughs> Just lying? What did they say? I, I, no, because I believe that we are top 20. Right now? Yeah. Shut up. So. <sighs> I'm gonna look up. Maybe use that one if somebody asks you guys what you guys do. Yeah, totally. Yeah, there you go. Top All 20 right. podcast in America. Have a great Wednesday, everybody. All Appreciate right, good, it. Goodbye, everyone. Rogers. I hate that guy. Dude, he's going the Titans. He's not. <laughs> oh, Julio Jones. He, dude, Julio better be. That's the first jersey I'm getting. You do not want Julio Jones. Why not? God. Why wouldn't we? You want him on the Cowboys? Yeah. Hell yeah, I'd take him on the Cowboys. We don't, we don't need a receiver. He's, 30, receiver. he's 32 we don't need a receiver, years old and past his prime, guys. But still, past still, his prime, still better, Julio Jones. But he's, you're paying him a lot of money. Yeah, that's true. That's the problem. That's and he's injury. He gets hurt a lot. Titans need him. Titans need some defense. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 Feral Hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus. And every week we take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who are they? What made them so notorious? How did the internet or the algorithm choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh 
The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.